This is the Parenting for Faith podcast from the Bible Reading Fellowship. Visit parentingforfaith.org for free online videos and resources and an eight-session course all about Parenting for Faith. You can also sign up for news, subscribe to this podcast, and find out about events and training in your area. Hello and welcome to the Parenting for Faith podcast. My name's Anna Hawkin. I'm your host here as usual. And I'm also the author of Being God's Child, A Parent's Guide, which is out today. We've been saying pre-order for so long, but you don't have to pre-order anymore. If you buy the book, it will be landing on your doorstep very shortly. Um, It is available from BRF online. There will be a link in the show notes and loads of other places. I won't list them all, but the places where you would normally buy books. uh, If you put Being God's Child and the Hawk in, that should pop up. Um, It's just $6.99 or I know a few places have some offers on as well. It's a really easy summer holiday read. It's quite light. You can pack it in your suitcase or stick it in the car to read while you're waiting for your kids to come out of swimming lessons or whatever it is. Um, The ideas are about 10 minutes long, 10 minutes to read through and really process. So you can dip in and out. You don't need to sit down and read it in one go. Um, It's kind of a way to root and ground yourself over the summer. Or if you want to do it with other people, there are small group notes. So if you're looking for some material for maybe a midweek Bible study or a life group, a small group, something like that. Um, I really pray that it blesses you and that it's useful to you. It's all about what it is like to be God's child as a parent. God invites us to be his children. That is an amazing, insane offer and invitation from him. But often we don't take it up. We're so busy looking after other people and thinking about our own children and what everyone else needs that we forget how to do that. And so what the book does, it looks at 10 different ways that we can be inspired by our own children, that they can prompt us and show us what it's like to be a child and translate that into our own relationship with God. So today it's going to be like a little audio book sampler, really. I'm going to read you a little bit from the book, which I hope gives you a flavour and helps you to see if it's something that you might like to buy, and which I really hope you will or that you'll be able to buy it for a friend. Maybe a new parent, maybe someone who you just know is really tired and overwhelmed and busy. Maybe for someone who's just exploring faith, who's wondering about whether it's for them. Uh, The language in it specifically doesn't assume a Christian background or having been to church a lot. So I hope it'll be really accessible for lots of people. The first idea of a way that we can be inspired to be like children with God that we learn from our children is idea one, spend time with him. When you become a parent, you soon discover that there's not a lot that you do on your own anymore. Right from when they're born, our children are programmed to seek to be near us. They cry when they want to be fed or changed or held. As they grow up, they learn to say or show this. Cuddle me, watch me, play with me can be heard over and over again. They lift their arms up, dance around in front of us or start driving a toy car up our leg. They appear by our side or in our arms multiple times throughout the day and night. They're not worried about interrupting us or what else we have to do. It doesn't matter if we're attempting a toilet trip in peace or trying to finish an email. They assume we are always there for them, that we are ready to respond to their needs, hear their thoughts and ideas, get excited about what they've done or just spend time with them. They delight in receiving our time and attention. And whether you have them full time or not, when you're with them, their demands for attention can feel unrelenting. They always want to be with us, 
and they assume you want to be with them too. Now there's a point to all this together time. It helps to keep our children safe and get them what they need. It's also essential for growing and strengthening their relationship with us. There's no shortcut or substitute. Every second, minute and hour spent together is valuable. Each one helps us understand, trust and know each other better. In his book, Outliers, The Story of Success, Malcolm Gladwell popularised the 10,000 hour rule, that it takes 10,000 hours to master a complex skill like playing a musical instrument. You don't just wake up and discover you're great at something, you master something by investing time in it. And relationships are no different. It takes time to grow to understand someone. When they're first born or you first adopt or foster them, you and your child are strangers who get to know each other better over time. We spend time with our children in all sorts of ways, including making memories together, having fun together, teaching them and trying new things with them, celebrating special occasions and achievements, doing routine and boring things, comforting and helping each other. And each of these experiences draws us closer together and makes our relationship stronger in different ways. Sometimes we keep God for Christmas and crises and we're missing out on so much if we do. When he invites us to be his children, he's offering to always be available for us to spend time with him. He wants to do all those different things with us because he loves the way that this grows and strengthens our relationship. He's never too busy. We can be sure that he is always with us, there for us to chat to and share whatever is going on in our lives. In the book of Jeremiah, God reminds his people that he is always near to them. That's in Jeremiah 23, 23 to 24. And in Psalm 139, the writer describes how God is with us everywhere we go. He's there to have fun with and make memories with. He's alongside us as we learn or try new things. He sees and wants to join in celebrating our special occasions and achievements. He's there as we go about our usual routines and available to comfort and help us when we need it. As adults, though, we get busy. We get distracted by other things. We don't always realise or we forget that God's available and wants to be invited to do all those things with us. Spending time with God doesn't need to be a pressure or another thing to fit into our day. There are loads of little ways that we can spend time with him throughout our day and our week. So I like to think of spending time with him like drinking coffee or Coke or a cuppa, if that's more your thing. There are different ways that we enjoy our favourite drink. If you already have a relationship with God, ask which of the below best describes how you most connect and spend time with him at the moment. So the first way is routine. For many people, it's part of their routine. They have a coffee when they first wake up or in a mid-morning break. It's something they're used to doing as part of their day. And it could be helpful to have touch points like this with God. When you first wake up, when you go to work, when you're folding the washing, brushing your teeth or getting ready for bed. Pick a time and decide to tell God something. This could be anything about what you're thinking, feeling or doing. It could be something that's worrying or annoying you, something that made you laugh or something you're confused about. Anything at all. He wants to hear it all. You could ask him something because good communication is rarely one way. And if there's not much to say, you can invite him to be a part of whatever you're doing. You can say these things in your head, whisper or say them out loud or write them down in the notes on your phone or with an actual pen and paper. It's something we can do on our own and with other people. The second way is spontaneous. 
there's the coffee that we have to keep us going throughout the day. It's not linked to a particular routine or time of day. We just think, oh, I really fancy a coffee right now. And so we pause to make one, buy one or ask for one. And we can do that with God too. When we're feeling tired, when we hit a problem or when the idea pops into our brains, let's interact with him. The third way is scheduled. Finally, there are the coffees that we plan in advance where we set a time and a date either to be on our own or to meet with someone else. It's worth doing that with God too. Whilst it's great to check in with him in the middle of other things, sometimes intentionally setting aside a bit of time is what helps us to connect. Some people do this daily and every morning or evening they read some of the Bible and or share with God what's on their mind. But many parents find it difficult to get a regular chunk of time to do this each day. Opting for setting some time aside less often can make this more doable. Maybe you have some time whilst watching a child's swimming lesson, during nap time, or lying awake waiting to hit the front door so you know your teen is home. If you get the chance, you could go somewhere else for a change of scene. Experiment with what works for you and in the stage of life that you're in right now. So all three of these are good ways of enjoying coffee and of connecting with God. It's not a case of one way being right. God loves it when we choose to spend time with him. He's excited for however you want to choose to spend more time with him. And then at the end of each idea in the book, there's some questions to explore and some ideas of things to try. So the questions to explore for this idea on spending time with him are one, which of these three ways of connecting with God did you feel most drawn to? What do you think might work well for you in this season of life? And if you already do one or two, how do you feel about trying the others out? Number two, what are things that you enjoy doing? Do you invite God into them and could you? And three, what are some things that you find difficult, tiring or draining? How is God a part of that? How could you share that with him? And then it has some ideas of things to try, some ways to put this into practice. So some of these uh, for this idea are to remind yourself to check in with God, sharing what you're thinking and feeling or asking him to be near you. So you could do that by changing the lock screen on your phone or putting a sticky note by your bed or in your bag. Another idea is to set aside time in your day, week or month to spend with God. Experiment with what works for you. Don't be disheartened if you don't find something that's a good fit for your life right now. If it's not working, try changing it. The next idea is to practice telling God about something which others might find boring, but that you really care about. Wonder if something popped into your head straight away for that. Another idea is to read a verse or short section of the Bible and ask God to make something stand out to you. You could start by reading the book of John or choose an app that sends you a verse a day or suggests a Bible reading plan. Share with God anything that you especially like, anything you don't understand or don't agree with. You could try out one of the ways of connecting with God uh, that are mentioned in this idea. So connecting as part of routine, connecting spontaneously or connecting by setting time aside. Whichever one you haven't tried much before, could you give that a go? And finally, because this was all about coffee or Coke or a builder's brew, whatever your drink of choice is. But next time you have a coffee, tell God how you most like spending time with him. Use the smell or the process of buying or making a drink as a reminder to chat to him. So there's 10 ideas that are kind of like that. And then um, at the end, there's next steps, which really looks at where you go from here, what you might do with those ideas. And then there's a section called ideas to use with your children, which looks at how we can help our children to meet and know God for each of these ways that we're interacting with him. What does it look like for a child as well? 
And then there's a section of small group notes. So if you're doing this alongside a partner or a friend or a group of people, you could have a little book club, um, a mum's group, a dad's meetup, whatever it might be. Uh, there are some small group notes that talk you through how to run a session with a kind of gathering, intro, key ideas, Bible study questions, follow up questions and prayer ideas. So as I say, that is out now. It's called Being God's Child, A Parent's Guide, 10 Things You Can Learn From Your Kids. I hope you've enjoyed this little taster and uh, yeah, please do buy the book. We always like to end the podcast with a question to start an interesting conversation. This week's question is, what is your favourite book and why? And you might want to add, have you ever chatted to God about it? Now, I am going to suggest for this that you rule out the Bible. I feel like, although that is a great book, that is a bit too obvious. Uh, we are going to have three bonus summer episodes uh, from some of our favourite contributors. So we're going to be talking to the Salty Mums about the importance of supporting each other. We have got two sisters and a cup of tea talking about the Bible, the importance of reading it together and how we read it with our kids. And the wonderful Pippa Elms from Fusion, all about preparing our teenagers for uni and how we can support them in that. So please do make sure that you're subscribed. We are going to be popping up uh, over the summer with those bonus episodes. And then we'll be back with season seven in September, where we're looking at key moments and milestones in our children's life and how we can surf the wave of those with them. Have a great week. Have a great summer. We'll connect with you again soon. Bye. Thank you for downloading the Parenting for Faith podcast. A new episode will be released next week. And why not look at parentingforfaith.org to watch the free eight-session course, to get in touch, or to find out about training and events near you.